What's up, everybody? This is your girl, author Monique Duel, and welcome to another episode of Having a Moment with Monique here on the award-winning Hot Radio Network, streaming from Benin, Nigeria. Hey, family, hey. I pray that all is well with you, that you had a great week. Listen, I love each and every one of you. Thank you guys for your love, support, your prayers, your feedback, and all of those kinds of things. I do not take for granted that people... Uh, believe in me and listen to us every week and uh, look forward to what the Lord has to say. Thank you. Uh, I definitely want to shout out my uh, Nigeria family. We have a strong following in Nigeria and uh, Brazil and all of those uh, places across the waters and across the borders. So to everybody, from the USA to the continents and all those kinds of things. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, of course, shout out to Pastor Daniel and the Hot Radio Network family for rocking with us and allowing us to grace the airwaves uh, on their platform because, hey, we could have been anywhere else doing anything else. But here we are and we are so grateful. So uh, listen, um, things have definitely shifted and we need your support. Uh, for this radio broadcast to continue. And so if you would like to donate to keep us on the air because it is not free, you know, salvation is free. Amen. But business is not free. You can donate to um, this ability via PayPal. So we um, do, we do have a PayPal. So it's paypal.me slash this T-H-I-S ability A-B-I-L-I-T-Y. You can cash app us at Monique D-U-E-L-L. We have Venmo, which is Monique dash dual D-U-E-L-L to help keep us on the air. Amen. Because we love what we do and we believe in God in this season for enlarging our territory. So if you would consider, we would um, definitely uh continue this work and be a blessing to the nations and we appreciate you in advance no dollar amount is too small and uh let's go up and glow up together amen amen so listen guys we have a power-packed august that um we are so pleased and excited about not only is it my birthday month my birthday is august the 30th but there are some wonderful things happening some new things that monique duel has not done before and so i can't wait to be able to release that announcement and stuff so keep us in your prayers because god is definitely moving and we are moving in step with him all right okay so uh i uh i have been pretty stationary this week uh, because I started um, having some health issues that uh, require a specialist, y'all. So y'all keep me in prayer. And I have been resting. And here's the thing. We always uh, say that praise is a weapon and, you know, worship is a weapon and all those kinds of things. But can I submit to you that rest is a weapon? Oh, yeah. Rest is a weapon. Listen, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Listen, rest is a weapon. <laughs> Did you just hear what I just said? Rest is a weapon. I know you, you're, you're like, huh? Listen, the definition of rest means to cease work or movement in order to relax or refresh or to recover 
strength. Woo, here we go. Oh my, let me read that again. The definition of rest is to cease work or movement in order to relax, to refresh oneself, or to recover strength. <laughs> or to be placed or supported so as to stay in a specific position. Aha, uh-huh. or a period of ceasing to engage in strenuous or stressful activity. Man, oh man, oh man. Rest is a weapon. Y'all think that, you know, you got to keep moving and keep doing this and keep doing that and things like that and all of that. And, and that's, you know, you, you, you feel like, OK, if I if I go in the strength of God and things like that, I will be victorious. Yes, but there is victory in the rest. Yeah, there, there, there is power in resting. That it, it rest is a whole weapon. You know why? Because we we are depleted and things like that. We are no good to ourselves or anybody else. And everything we do when we're when we're burdened and heavy laden is not done up to par. You can admit that when you're tired and you and you cooking when you're tired, your food just don't taste as good. When when you're tired, everything and everybody irritates you. You don't want to be bothered. You don't have the same wherewithal to, to do what you need to do. You're just trying to push through it so that you can go rest. Come on, somebody. I need y'all to catch that. You already know. What do you, you go to work and you can't wait to get off work. Why? So that you can get some rest and, and get some food. You don't, you know, you want to hurry up and get the, hurry up and help the kids with their homework and all that kind of stuff. Why? Because you want to get some rest and chill out. You can't wait to get to your destination or whatever it is so that you can chill out. And so I submit to you today that rest is a weapon. We need it. We need to be refreshed and recharged and replenished. And even within the scriptures, that's what God is saying to us. He, he's saying that he will give us rest for our weary souls. Which means a refreshment. Okay, it means refreshing. And so when we when we ask God for we ask God for supernatural strength to do things or whatever. But do you ask him to help you to rest? We ask God to we ask God to give us the wherewithal to do everything else but rest. We we think rest is 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 the enemy of destiny or something like that. Oh, God, thank you. Holy Spirit. Rest is not the enemy of destiny. Rest. <laughs> Woo, rest is not the enemy of destiny. It is the exact opposite. Rest is a gift. Rest, there is a blessing in resting. Rest is a weapon. Listen, you you can get more done and be more productive when you're resting or well rested, if you will, than you can if you just keep going and going like you, the energizer bunny. God ain't told us to do that. God did not tell us to run around like a chicken with our head cut off. Where, where, where in the scripture does God tell us to do any of that? He doesn't. God is a God of decency and order. That's what the words say. And he's a God of balance. These bodies were created to rest. These bodies know when to sit down and shut up. We don't. We want to just keep going and going and going, thinking that we given that we, you know, getting more brownie points from God because we don't take a break and rest. Even Jesus rested from his labor when he created heaven and the earth. He rested. 
he took an intermission, if you will, which is a break. <laughs> you ever been to a show or concert or whatever, and they come on the mic and say, thank you for um, tuning into the first half of da 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 We're going to take a brief intermission and we'll be right back with within 15 minutes. And in that 15 minutes, what do you do when you're at a show or concert or whatever? You, you're not engaged in what's happening anymore because there's nothing happening. It, you have been released to go refresh yourself, whether you go take a bathroom break, go take a cigarette break or whatever. You know, people do a whole range of things. When it's intermission, you go get you something to drink or something to eat. You go out in the halls and see what kind of merch is out there and all that kind of stuff. You you're still you're still coming back to the second half of what was going on. But at this point, you are in a in a position or a season where you are taking a break. That is the time in between whatever's happening in your life to chill out and refresh yourself. In the spirit, when God gives us rest, you guys, is it is a weapon rest gives us the power that we need and the mental clarity and the wherewithal why do you think that when you fast and pray you are in a position where you're resting you are engaging God in his word during a period of rest you are not focusing on the outside world you're not focusing on what happened at work you're not zero focused on anything other than the things of God in that moment when you fasting and it's and fasting is not merely giving it's not merely giving up food. Fasting is a focal point where you engage God and you deem everything else on the outside world as not necessary at that point. Fasting is is a wonderful way to go deeper in God because it's not it's not about it's not about what you're giving up is what you're getting from God in the midst of denying your flesh, the, the comfort zone that it so desperately wants you to stay in. Oh, God, thank you. When we fast and we pray, we are literally taking in the word like breathing. We are focusing on the task at hand. The Bible calls the Bible says it like this. Is this not the fast that I have chosen to break the bonds and bondages and, and loose strongholds and things like that? When you are fasting, you are you. Oh, God, listen. When you are fasting, you are exchanging whatever's going on in your flesh and and, and you know, and in your environment. For the power and the presence of God who gives you rest when you are burdened and heavy laden. Oh, God. <laughs> See. the Is this not the fast that I have chosen? <laughs> Isaiah says. To loose the bands of wickedness to undo heavy burdens. D didn't I just read to you the scripture that said come unto me all the all ye that labor and a heavy burden and I will give you rest and it goes on to say uh is this not the fast that I have chosen to let the oppressed go free and that ye break every yoke what are you fasting for if you're not fasting for those things that that's in Isaiah 58 and 6 if you're not fasting uh to loose the bands of wickedness to undo your heavy burdens that you created because you because somewhere you lack faith and you you're living in fear and anxiety or whatever or, or to let the oppressed go free or to break yokes you just you just giving up food and, and and just drinking water and letting the days go by 
letting the days go by. <laughs> the fast that you that the fasting that you are doing, if it's not acceptable unto the Lord, you're just mocking time. Fasting is a period of rest. If you if you're loosing the bands of wickedness and you're undoing heavy burdens, and if the oppressed are freed, that's rest. Because you're not in bondage anymore. You're not running in circles and, and, and doing all of these unnecessary things that you think that you're supposed to do to get brownie points from God. You 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 have divorced yourself from the things of this world and the cares of this world in exchange for the presence of God who promised to give you rest because you're burdened and heavy laden. Did you not see what God just did just now? <laughs> Come unto him. All that you are, all who are burdened are heavy laden. Hmm. And choose to rest. And when you do that, using the vehicle of fasting, you will lose bonds and break wickedness and the press will go free. Not just you, but the people that you, that, that, that you are close to and connected to. Listen, when we engage God in any area of our lives and whatever, it's not just for us. There, there is outward benefits that others partake of. When you are well rested, people can see it. There is a glow and a countenance about you. When you are well rested and, and you're ready to go, you can tell when you got energy. People can tell when when you are wired up and, and on fire for God and ready to go. Just like people can tell when you really are weary and you're tired and you're exhausted. Nothing. Listen, even your food don't taste right when you're tired and exhausted. You just want to rest. Sometimes we get so tired, we don't even want to drink water. And that's not what God wants. God does not want that. That is not that is not some sort of badge of honor for us to be exhausted. Rest is a weapon. Rest is a weapon. <laughs> I listen. God requires us to rest. You keep going and see what your body will do to you if you don't rest. Our bodies have been designed and programmed to sleep. Our brains know our brains for the most part and and our and our and the systems of our bodies will shut down why so that it can rest and refresh and recharge and replenish replenish itself. This is why when we are sick, the first thing we do is go to sleep and rest because it is during that time that our bodies attempt to heal itself. No matter what the issue is, no matter what the ailment is or the infection is, our bodies go into um, a mode where it attempts to make itself whole. And when it cannot, it sees whatever's happening on the inside of us as a breach and it acts accordingly. So it is in the spirit. When something's not right in the spirit, the spirit bears witness and you have one or two choices. You can either fight or you can rest in God. God did not tell us. I tell y'all this all the time. God did not tell us to be strong in ourselves. The word says be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. How do you get his power? Rest. We don't listen. We don't have to do all of these things that we think we're supposed to do in order to get what we need from God. We, we 
we have this idea in our minds that we have to produce in order to progress. We have to produce. We got to go, 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 go and do, 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 do. No, we do not. What did the Lord tell you to do or not do? Huh? Because that's 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 where your rest comes from. Listen, I talked about this briefly on one of my other shows way back in it, way, way back down the line. In First Kings 19, Elijah fled to the wilderness because he wanted to die. And he was doing the right things. He did what God wanted him to do. He did what God wanted him to do. Jezebel wanted to kill him because because of, you know, what he did. <laughs> Because of what he did to the prophets of Baal. We can be doing the right things, y'all, and still don't want to live. Huh? Come on. You're doing all of the right things and you still want to go to heaven. You still don't see the point in doing all this stuff. You want to flee too from whatever it is you're doing. And it could be the right thing. It can listen. Doing the right thing and being in right standing is stressful. It can feel like a burden. The mantles and the and the and the and the ministries and stuff like that that God is trying to birth in you is heavy. You got to say no to things that you wanted to say yes to. You have to say yes to things that you wanted to say no to in this flesh. Elijah was like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm out. And he literally asked God to take his life. And I mean, literally take it. He had no, he had no desire to live or exist anymore. And he was doing the right things for some of you under the sound of my voice. You are doing what God has called you to do. And you're like, God, this, this is too much. It's too much. I've had enough. I've had enough of being the bigger person. I've had enough of being the one to forgive 70 times seven all the time. I've had enough of of praying for your people and and, and fasting and giving up my family time and and giving up, you know, the comforts of, of my own existence so that somebody else can go free just for them to go back into the bondage that you delivered them from. Why am I doing this, Lord? I feel like I'm going in circles. I feel like every time I you deliver me from something, here comes something else with no break. I know I hear you. I hear you. God hears you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'm tired. Anybody else tired? <laughs> As David Allen Greer used to say on uh, A Living Color, anybody tired? Or he said that on Martin, one of them. Anybody tired? T-I-R-E-D. We're tired and heavy laden. And it's not necessarily because we've done the wrong thing or that we did not engage God properly. It's a part of life. You, you Listen, life exerts energy. When we get up, we, we need energy to get out of bed. We need energy uh, to do whatever it is. We, we need energy to breathe. If we don't have energy to breathe, we're out. Okay. But we need rest because rest is a weapon. And for the last couple of weeks, I have been resting. Not unproductive. There's a difference. Resting. Just just resting. Ceasing from doing all of these mundane things 
that I think I'm supposed to do in order to get closer to God or to accomplish my God given assignment. Can I come? Can I help y'all? You don't have to do 50 to 75 percent of the stuff that you're doing all the time. Did you ask God if that's what you're supposed to be doing? No, you didn't. You didn't. I'm help trying I'm trying to help y'all. Rest is blessed. <laughs> Rest is a weapon. Allow God to replenish. Allow God to establish. Allow God to set you apart. And allow God to teach you of him. I just gave you the acronym for rest. Did y'all hear what I just said? I can't repeat that again. Go back and listen to it. Allow God to do those things through you. Replenish. Establish. Set you apart. And teach you about him. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for bringing it back to my remembrance. Woohoo! I love him. Don't you? Rest is a powerful tool. The enemy's job is to steal, kill, and destroy, which is exhausting. If he can exhaust you by trying to snatch what God has for you, if he can exhaust you by trying to destroy and dismantle the very essence of who God created you to be, if he can cause you to try to take your own life like Elijah did, he would have succeeded. He would have succeeded. And if and if God, listen, let me take you here. If God would have gave Elijah what he wanted. Who knows what would have happened in the course of history during Elijah's time? Aren't you grateful that God does not honor all of your prayer requests? Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Don't, aren't you glad that God does not say yes to your prayer requests all the time? God does not give you everything you pray for. In the way that you pray for it. If he had, Elijah would have been dead. Aren't you glad that, uh, that, that there are some things that you have requested and sought of God that he literally did not even answer you. And gave you, <laughs> and gave you a definitive answer in the way that you've asked. He actually did the exact opposite and gave you strategy to overcome why you asked for that prayer request in the first place. Whoa, who he listen, Elijah asked to die. The angel of the Lord, it says it in the story. Y'all read it. It says in the story that Elijah asked to die and the, and the Lord sent the angel. <laughs> in first Kings 19, he sent the angel to give him food and water. When he went a day's journey to the wilderness, he sat there and said, this is enough. Now, Lord, take my life for I'm no better than my father's. Have you ever felt like you ain't no better than your family members, even though you make a progress in God? You just feel like you gone right back to the same. You right back at square one. Oh, yeah. He felt the same way. He said enough is enough. I can't do this no more. It's stressful and exhausting and I'm not accomplishing a thing. God, this work that you had me to do on Mount Carmel didn't result in nothing. It didn't it didn't result in some sort of national uh, revival or some great and, and, and magnanimous movement, you know, of God. He was like, no, I'm done. God ministered to the physical needs of Elijah. He went to sleep. And the angel touched him, the word says. And he told him, arise and eat. And when he looked over there, there was a cake baking on coals of bread and a jar of water. It wasn't there before then. 
that God's answer to Elijah's request to die was to send the angels to minister unto him and to give him food and drink. And then immediately he laid down again and he rested. It don't even say, listen, the word don't even say how long he rested either time. It don't even say he it didn't say he rested 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, half the day. The angel came back a second time after he laid back down. After he ate and drank. He touched him again and said, arise and eat again. That's two times. Because the journey is too great for you. So he got up and this time when he got up and ate and drank, he went, the word says, in the strength of that food for 40 days and 40 nights. And he went as far as Mount Horeb, which is the mountain of God. God knows. I said this before and God brought this back because this is the season that I'm in. God knows that physically speaking, that we need rest and replenishment. And he gave him rest, not just anywhere. He gave him rest under a broom tree, which means that he had shade. Oh, God, the sun shall not smite thee by day. Oh, God, I need you to catch that. The sun shall not smite thee by day, day, by day, nor the moon by night. He shall restore thy soul both now and forevermore. God tends to your physical needs as well as your spiritual needs because we're in this flesh. One nap and one meal wasn't enough for him. It wasn't enough. God knew what his weakness was and what Elijah really needed. We say words to God all the time. And guess what? God knows exactly what we ask for when we ask for those things. I know I'm not the only one who has been like Elijah and asked God to just take my life. Let me just go to heaven to get it over with. He, we, we done said it. If we ain't said it, we thought it. Same thing. The spirit needs to be fed, but your body needs to be fed also. Y'all don't discredit resting resting is a gift from God Elijah was was a poor depressed servant of God (sighs) and because he got the rest and the rest and the nourishment that he needed from God God set Elijah on a 200 mile 40 day trip to Mount Horeb after he rested twice and ate twice God let, let listen it's is important here check this out God did not demand an immediate recovery from Elijah he allowed him time to recover from his spiritual depression <clears throat> that is so significant That is significant, y'all. We think that when we go through these things and things don't go the way we planned them or the way we saw them in our head, that that we failed and that we, we don't deserve God and we don't deserve anything else from God. And so we think the best thing for us to do is to just die because we can't seem to get it right. 
There are things that is going to cause you to want to go into a cave. It, it Life has a way of pushing you to want to divorce yourself from life and everything concerning life. But understand this, that God will never leave you nor forsake you, even if you are fleeing for your life. Literally. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. This is a perfect example of that of that um, scripture being made manifest. God reveals himself unto you. When you spend quality time with him and you do what he has called you to do. It doesn't always feel good when you do what God has called you to do and you're victorious in a thing because some things have to be severed and and some things have to be destroyed. It doesn't mean that you're better than anybody else or anything because God has done a great work through you and things like that. It just means that you have decided to make your to 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 make yourself a living sacrifice, which is pleasing unto God, which is your reasonable service. God can use anybody he wants to. Who is willing and obedient. It doesn't make us Jesus Jr. It just means that God in his infinite grace and wisdom and mercy decided to use us for his glory that is a privilege and when he has done so we rest preachers teachers anybody in the fivefold ministry after you have ministered unto the people what is the first thing you do you go sit down and you rest when you finish preaching and all of that, whether you're in a pulpit or not, somebody comes to give you something to drink or something to eat or they take you to, to, to dinner. Or they take you home so that you could get some rest and you go take a shower and chill out and, and sit there and you and you sometimes you reflect on what God has done. Sometimes the spirit is still heavy upon you and God would allow you to pour out even more. But after you pour out in the spirit, your flesh is done. After you worked eight hours a day, eight, 12 hours a day, your flesh is done. You want to rest. After you exerted energy, taking care of the kids and cooking dinner and taking care of your husbands and wives and the businesses that God has given you, you need to rest. Take an intermission. Allow God to give you rest, not just physical sleep, but spiritual rest and replenishment. Allow him to replenish you. To restore you, to establish you, to set you apart, and to teach you. God teach God teach our hands to war. We don't want to rest. You ever babysat a baby who fights sleep all the time? That's what we do. We fight God all the time when he's trying to get us to rest. No, I gotta keep doing this so I can finish it because I need to do other things. No, you don't. If this is the assignment or the task at hand, this is what you need to be focused on. Not jumping here, there, everywhere. We are running in too many directions. I know because I'm talking to me first. Amen, somebody. We are doing too much for no reason. I don't care if it's family obligation. I don't care if it's because we're trying to meet somebody else's expectation of what support looks like and all of that. When it's time for you to rest, it is time to rest. That's it. Do not disturb. 
I would love to participate, but I am in a series, a, uh, um, a period of resting and I will not be able to attend. Thank you for inviting me, but I respectfully decline. I will not be able to participate at this time. Thank you for trying to include me. However, I am unavailable. And there's nothing wrong with it because rest is a weapon. You got to get it. You have to rest because if you don't, you will not have the spiritual fortitude or the wherewithal to quench the fiery darts of the enemy because you you going <laughs> you won't have the strength to even engage him to even give him the word. You don't even listen. We have gotten so exhausted and we have ran ourselves so ragged that we can't even get a scripture out because the enemy has confused us so much and thinking that we're doing um, doing the things that we're doing for God that we don't even know the word no more. He will confuse your mind and you can't even put two words together to give him a scripture. You can't, even, you know, you can't even engage him and say, as it is written, as it is written, Satan, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. I am the head and not the tail. I am above. I am above and not beneath. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that riseth in judgment, the Lord shall condemn. We don't even have the wherewithal. To say the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. We don't even have the wherewithal to pray in the spirit. The last thing we want to do is talk to God. And I don't understand it only to under, only to discover that it's our flesh who does that to us because the spirit does not. The Bible says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Our flesh betrays us, y'all, every day. Our spirit never lies. <laughs> our flesh will. The spirit will tell you, now, you know you weren't supposed to do that. You know you shouldn't have went there. You know you shouldn't have done that. And our flesh is like, but I'm only human. I'm only human. Born to make mistakes. Y'all remember that song? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but we were also born of the spirit. God in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, he that is born of the flesh is flesh, but he that is born of the spirit is spirit. The word is spirit and it is life. It is rest for us. It is replenishment. It is restoration. It is it is a tool to teach us how to live for Christ and Christ alone. On God, the solid rock we stand, y'all, all other ground is sinking sand. You know, I'm telling the truth, even if that wasn't a scripture, only what you do for Christ will last. Think about it. Some of the stuff we done was temporary. It ain't even last a week because it was not built on the foundation that God told us to build upon. How do you know what God wants you to do if you don't talk to him and don't spend time with him? How about this? How do you know what God wants you to do if you don't rest in him for him to reveal to you? What it is he has for you. You you don't you don't you're not gonna get the blueprint of God running here and there, being tossed to and fro by every wind of do- doctrine. Uh oh. Woo. What is good for your soul, y'all? I'm trying to tell you. You don't get it like that. How can you hear his still small voice if you're not still? Yes, God talks to you while you're 
in movement. But if you are too busy with the outside busyness of the world, you're not going to hear him and you're not going to engage him. And then you're going to burn yourself out and you're going to be weary and heavy laden and burdened. And that's where fear comes in. That's where anxiety comes in. That's where your faith is, is, is tested. That's where the enemy try to come in like a flood and some more stuff. You have to find balance. And one of the ways we find balance is to rest in God. Be still and know the Lord is saying to us today. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know. We used to sing that in the choir. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 46 and 10. I will be exalted upon. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted among the earth. Whether you believe it or not, he's going to be exalted. (laughs) Rest. Rest in God. Rest from your labor. We ain't got to die to rest. (laughs) You want you. I don't want to wait till I listen. I I need to rest while I'm here. Not when I take my eternal rest. No, I I, I need to rest now. We we you you don't want to to rest in peace for the final time. You want to rest in peace while you're here in the land of the living. You want to live in peace. You want to exist in peace. The word says be peaceable with all men as much as life within you. Pursue peace. We ain't got to be in a casket for that. <laughs> Why you want to run yourself to death? And you still ain't got no way in Christ. So did nothing he told you to do. Why would you want to do that to yourself? Think about it. Psalm 46, that be still there, that word being still means to relax. To relax. To withdraw, to be quiet. Rest. (laughs) Rest. It It should say rest and know. Rest and know. That I am God. I will be exalted. Among the. I will be exalted among the nations. And exalted among the earth. God is exalted y'all. God is exalted. God is exalted among the heathen. And he will be exalted. And he is matter of fact. He is exalted in the heavenlies. God is exalted and Satan is defeated. I told, listen, I told y'all last week. Satan is no match for Christ. He is not his equal. He does not possess the power to do anything unless we give it to him. He's not some sort of formidable opponent. He becomes one when we give him free reign to do so. God all by himself is a force. All by himself. God is a movement all by himself. He don't he doesn't need you 
to be God because he's still God, whether you're here or not. He's still God, whether you whether you want to rest or you want to live or whether you want to die. God is still God. He's still exalted. He's still omnipotent, omnipresent and omniscient. He is God and God alone. There's no question of his greatness. There is. Listen, God is deeper than your mind can comprehend or search. Hey, God. Hey, hey, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can read and study and engage him. And, and there are heights and depth, depths to God that we may not ever reach. We haven't even begun to scratch the surface of his deity and his greatness. This look, this, this, this that we say right now, this is only a snapshot or a glimpse or my God today. My God. As we draw not to God. Hmm. He reveals the deep things and the unsearchable things. He gives us revelations that is not in any Encyclopedia Britannica. It's not on any search engine. It's not in any medical journal. It's not, it's not even, it's not, it's not even in the word. This is why we have to draw nigh unto God. He reveals his, the secrets and the mysteries of who he is. That only comes from relationship. It only comes from relationship. There are things he want to tell you. Oh, God, I feel you here. He, as you come unto him and allow him to give you rest, there are things he want to tell you and reveal to you that he has not told you before. He wants you to see things that you have never seen before. Don't be afraid. Revere him in respect. Don't be afraid as in terror. God doesn't want us to to be terror, you know, to feel terror and fear to the point where we walk away from him. And we exchange our righteousness for a moment of unrighteousness because the enemy tries to tell us that what he has to offer us is better. I told y'all last week it ain't better. Never has been. Never will be. He comes only before to kill, to steal, and to destroy. That's his only three jobs. He comes only but for. And I explained that. Go back and listen to it. The Lord says, I am come that they may have life. And that they may have it more abundantly. How do you have life? Have life more abundantly. Rest. And God. Be still, rest, and know that he is God. Be still and know that he is God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hey, God, thank you for the weapon of rest. That we may stand in your strength, O God, and execute what you have given us. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Because even you rested and you have all power and yet you rested. Hey, hey, yes, God, thank you. And guess what? It's available. It's available to you. 
his rest and his replenishment, his restoration and his strength is available to you. Just like his blessings and his gifts and callings are without repentance, his rest and all of that is available to you. Oh, God, today, thank you. Thank you, God. That if we choose to surrender and cast our care upon you because you care for us, that we will receive your blessed rest. Rest is a blessing. And rest is a weapon. Rest is is a is a formidable strategy. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That will cause you to triumph over any circumstance that you face because you have been strengthened and fortified by Christ to forge ahead in what he has given you to do. Rest. Rest, y'all. Rest and allow the Holy Spirit to, to breathe on you. And give you the refreshing that you need. You ain't got to be sick and almost nearly dead to rest in peace. You can rest in peace here on earth, not in pieces. Rest in peace, in God's heavenly peace. We say sleep in heavenly peace when we sing Christmas carols. We can sleep in heavenly peace here on earth. And then when we wake up to face a new day after we've eaten and rested. We will be ready. We will be ready to conquer Baal. <laughs> Woo, y'all. I listen. Woo. You can't conquer nothing in your flesh. You can't even conquer your flesh in the flesh. Uh-oh. Huh? The flesh wants what it wants. The flesh is never satisfied. The word says the eye of man is never satisfied. The eye of man is never satisfied. I'm getting tongue twisted, y'all. It's early. God is who he says he is and he does exactly what he says in his word that he will do. He's not some sky daddy. Put some respect on his name. He's he's not some sky daddy. He's not the man upstairs. He's not. He has a name. His name is Jesus. And if you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, it's simple. Repent and mean it. That's your first step. Go to God. The word says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Yes, all have sinned from T.D. Jakes to Miles Monroe. The late Miles Monroe, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Ask God to forgive you for your sins and mean it. Ask him to come into your heart, into your life as your as your Lord and Savior. And if you and it's and, and just as simple as that, we're not going to overthink it or overtalk it. We're doing too much. God, I am a sinner. I am sorry for what I have done that you that you are displeased with. I am repenting before you and I ask you, Lord, to come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. Save me from myself and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Teach me your word that I may walk up right before you. And mean that thing. God will say, okay. And he will accept you. God will never reject you. 
God is a God of love and compassion and long suffering. However, you keep on provoking him. He can be and will be a God of wrath. God has a limit just like we do. He does not desire that none should perish, but that all should have eternal life. It's a choice. And once you've done that, welcome to the body of Christ. Your next step is to find a church home that is teaching the inerrant word of God. Sit and shop for a church. Don't just join. Y'all know what I'm going to say. Don't just join a church because your mom and Pookie and them grew up there. This was your grandfather's church and his grandfather's church. That's wonderful. That was their season. This is mine. Ask God, God, where would you have me to be planted so that I can grow and learn more of you? And don't just join a ministry just because you're anointed to do so. Ask God, is this what he wants you to do in this season? He may want you to sit, as I always say, and be delivered from some things. It wants you to learn more of him, get more acquainted with him first. Yes, we know you're an anointed singer. Yes, we know you have been anointed to carry the nations and, and, and preach and teach and be the apostle and the bishop. But right now, God needs you to be still and know woo, that he is God. Hey, hey, God. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> he wants you to rest in him for a season. Eat from the word. And let him strengthen you. Then you can go out. Hey, yes, God. See what God just did there? Woo, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you. This, this is what you came to God for in the first place. Because you're doing too much on your own. You have exchanged your sorrows and your shame for the joy of the Lord. Rest. Let him strengthen you and then send you out. Fill you up and send you out. And as you seek him for the filling of the Holy Spirit, he will fill you with his presence. He is the helper. He is everything. The Holy Spirit is your discernment. The Holy Spirit will check you, honey. He is a person out of it. Put some respect on his name. And as you begin to speak in your heavenly language in the beginning, yes, you're going to sound like a babbling baby. But as you continue to engage God and worship him and praise him and fast and and all of those things. Your heavenly language will be strengthened and get stronger and you're not supposed to understand it. So stop trying. If God wants you to have the revelation, he'll give it to you as you pray and worship him. You are speaking to him spirit to spirit. OK, he loves you. God loves you all day, every day, 24, 7, 365 and on leap year. OK, as my girlfriend says, he loves you real good here. All right. Hey, man, I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you with the love of the Lord. Thank you for rocking with us as we continue to forge ahead and do what God has called us to do. Before we go, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this rest. Oh, God, for this blessed, sweet rest. We thank you for your still small voice. Thank you for leading and guiding us into all truth and righteousness. Thank you, Lord God, because you're God and because you're good. Thank you, Lord, that you would never, ever, 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 ever leave us nor forsake us. 
even when we're in the valley of the shadow of death. God, we will fear no evil for you are with us. Your rod and your staff will comfort us. Thank you, God, that you prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Lord God, you anointed our head with oil. My God, thank you today. And our cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy, my God, thank you. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Father, I pray, God, that you heal the sick. Those who are sick, oh God, spiritually and physically and mentally, that you are the healing balm of Gilead. I decree and declare healing in the name of Jesus, that they will touch it and receive it by faith. I touch and agree for healing, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. By faith, oh God, I touch and agree that every need is met according to your word, that you wish to supply all of our need according to your riches and glory. Thank you. Thank you for supplying all of our need, every last one of them. Thank you for revealing yourself through this word, oh God. Thank you for revealing yourself to us in a way that we can understand, Father. The day that we hear your voice, Father, I pray that your people harden not their hearts, oh God. That they will give you a real yes, oh God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for all things that pertain to life and godliness, because our gifts and callings are without repentance. They're not going anywhere. They're not up for debate or exchange. God, you were very matter of fact when you created us. You have built us for whatever it is you have given us to do. Help us to realize that, that it is already in us, Lord God, like breathing. Everything that you have called us to do, it's already there. We are capable and more than able to complete it until the day of Christ. Because you have begun a good work in us and you are the completion of it. You are the author, my God, today and the finisher of our faith. You have prayed for us that our faith fail not. So we thank you, God, that our faith will fail not in this season. We give your name the praise. We give your name the glory. We give your name the honor. We take no glory for what you have done for us. We would never take your glory. We will never take credit for nothing that you have done for us. We are in gratitude and the utmost gratitude for all that you have done for us in us and through us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for allowing us to be in your presence one more time as we continue to speak to the nations across the waters and across the borders. Thank you for Pastor Daniel and the High Radio Network. Continue to enlarge his territory and bless him and give him the finances he needs to go to Malawi on a missions trip, Father. Give him the wherewithal that he needs to continue Hard Radio Network, God, the finances to keep Hard Radio Network up and running and enlarging his territory. We give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. We love you, God. We love you and we appreciate you. We magnify you. We adore you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I love you guys. Have a wonderful week and thank you so much for tuning in into another episode of Having a Moment with Moni here on the Hot Radio Network. And I'm gone.